Support for IPR comes from Patrick Furry Law, a business law firm offering technology agreements, intellectual property law, privacy law, and more. Proudly supporting quality local journalism. Online at patrickfurrylaw.com. Today is Friday. It is the 20th of October. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Iowa's unemployment rate inched up a tenth of a percent to 3% in September, while the labor participation rate dropped by a tenth of a percent. Iowa Workforce Development spokesperson Jesse Doherty says the main reason for the change is classes have resumed for college students who helped fill jobs during the summer. We think that's reflective of the fact that employers were you know, pulling from a lot of that younger population to help fill jobs. But now that we're hitting back into the fall, um, we're seeing that you know, kind of drop off with those students leaving those jobs and, you know, headed back into the classroom. Iowa's September jobless rate was an even 3%. U.S. unemployment rate remained at 3.8% in September. The University of Iowa has hired a mental health counselor specifically to work with student military veterans. IPR's Natalie Krebs has more. The University of Iowa says it's the first Big Ten school to hire a counselor to support its more than 2,200 veteran and military-connected students. Chuck Zander is a veteran and mental health counselor who will fill that role. He says veterans coming from active duty on a rigid schedule can struggle with the pace of university life. That change in life really can be difficult, and you don't have someone telling you where or when to be. And then also... Right. If you have other diagnoses that probably need to be addressed, you have to have somebody that you can trust to divulge that stuff to, whether it is PTSD, drug and alcohol addiction. Xander says the UI hopes to create a program that can be a model for other schools. Lamar's is considering letting its police officers live farther from town. Right now, they're required to live within 10 miles of the city, but a new proposal pushes that out to 35 miles. Kevin Vandevecht is the Lamar's police chief. He says the change could give recruits more options for places to live. This is just one part of uh, a retention and recruitment uh, objective, but to extend the residency to 35 miles, I do hope that that might draw in more applicants and in the long run help with retention as well. Vandevecht says Lamar's is facing stiff competition for potential recruits. City Council plans to hold a public hearing on the residency requirements on November 7th. Cedar Rapids schools are pioneering the use of all-electric school buses. Liz Schultz of KCCK has more. The Cedar Rapids Community School District is running two electric buses this school year in partnership with the Iowa Department of Transportation and Alliant Energy. School Transportation Manager Scott Wing says the buses have several advantages, including the fact that they're eco-friendly. There are no tailpipe emissions for these vehicles. Uh, We have students that are around the buses at bus stops, at schools while they're loading. You know, emissions are certainly something that crosses your mind when you're thinking about the pollution aspect and emissions going into lungs. The Cedar Rapids buses are the first all-electric school buses in the state of Iowa. The Nevada and Sigourney School Districts acquired electric diesel hybrid buses in 2008. Iowa State University and Alliant Energy have dedicated a solar farm on the south side of Ames. The dean of the ISU College of Agriculture, Daniel Robison, says it's not an ordinary solar operation. He says the solar panels are up higher than usual, and that allows for some fruits and vegetables to be planted underneath. There's uh, pretty good evidence from other trials 
that in fact some fruits and vegetables like raspberries and peppers and tomatoes and squash and things of that sort can actually grow better uh, in and amongst the panels because during the heat of the day, summertime of course, the panels provide some shade. ISU received a $2.2 million grant from the U.S. Department of Energy to study how crops do in a solar field. The field will have 3,300 solar panels and can power up to 200 homes. It's here first from Iowa Public Radio. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Care farms are places for people to process their emotions by working on a farm. That includes anxiety, depression, and grief. The concept has gained traction in Europe, but not so much in the U.S., Side Effects Public Media's Elizabeth Gabriel reports a new national network hopes to expand care farms in the U.S. Zeev was 10 years old when he watched his youngest brother, Giddy, die in a boating accident. He recalls how the trauma affected him later during a class trip. And we had the opportunity to go kayaking in the ocean, and that was something that I like really did not want to do because it was just too close, I think, to what happened Zeev is 17 now. He's traveled every year since the accident from Los Angeles to a care farm near Sedona, Arizona. He plays with animals, drives a tractor, and does other farm tasks. The care farm also has counselors on site. Zeev says the farm allows him to process his grief and trauma and even get back in a kayak. I think it was something about just being there and being in that like space, safe space that uh, allowed me to do that, and I felt comfortable and happy doing that. At its core, care farming allows people to connect with nature. There are plenty of studies that suggest nature-based activities like gardening and farming, especially with other people, can provide emotional benefits, like a better mood and less anxiety. And while more research is needed to show the mental health benefits of care farms specifically, some studies do show these programs might help kids and adults with mental wellness. But the concept is more popular abroad than in the U.S. Take the Netherlands, for example. We have regional members that support farmers. We have a national academy. We have, you know, a knowledge bank online. That's Martin Fischer. He is the director of the National Federation of Care Farms in the Netherlands. The country has more than 1,300 farms, while the U.S. only has about 200. He says a national network helped care farmers expand across his country. That's because a network lets care farms share information and learn from one another. They had handbooks and they had a quality certification program and they had communication and they had courses. And that was a tremendous help that's not available, for instance, in the U.S. In the U.S., most people still have to figure that all for themselves out. The U.S. has a shortage of mental health providers, especially in rural areas. In fact, 60 percent of residents there have a hard time accessing mental health care. But one study suggests using already existing farmlands as a tool to support emotional wellness could be valuable. That's part of what Andrea Barnhart hopes to do. She started one of the first national networks in the U.S. It's called the Care Farming Network. A lot of farms in the United States do not know of the care farming terminology. Barnhart says some people don't know their businesses qualify as a care farm until she reaches out to them. And so while they're doing that work, they don't consider themselves a care farm. We're kind of like giving them that definition. 
The Care Farming Network in the U.S. plans to unveil a mentorship program next year to support new care farms in the Northeast. The organization hopes this will be a step forward to expand the program across the country. Elizabeth Gabriel, Side Effects Public Media. Side Effects Public Media is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest, including IPR News, exploring the effects of place, policy, and economics on Americans' health. And that's here first for this Friday. I'm Michael Leland. Have a great weekend.